All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode, episode 31 of the Voice Notes podcast presented to you by our friends Faster Pasta, Cambridge's fresh pasta delivery service. What's up gay? How are you? How's how are you? How's it going? Just me on my lonesome this week, um, our boy Connor got the lurgy. He's not got COVID, don't worry. Um, he's at his girlfriend's house and he's just, he must have cooked some dodgy meat by the sounds of things. He's, at, he's, he's got the shakes, he's got the shivers. I don't think he's got the shits, but um, he probably won't appreciate me talking about this on the podcast as well. So, anyway, just me and my lonesome tonight. And, um, yes, the penultimate episode of the Voice Notes podcast in Nottingham. You shit yourself there, didn't you? Um, or you were just popping open champagne like thinking, fuck, thank, thank God. Um, but it's the final one. Well, the final one in Nottingham will be next week because I'm leaving... I'm leaving the city that I've called my home the last for the last four years on and off um, since 2016. Moved back here permanently in 2019, so um, I had COVID with this with this place. Um, but yeah, the, I'm leaving Nottingham, going back to the nest, going back to my parents' house for a bit. My mum's, all my mum's Christmases have come at once with that one, um, so she's she's obviously buzzing. Um, but yeah, no, leaving Nottingham, it's just um, the memories and all that stuff. It's it's a great place. I'll always I'll always come back here. Obviously, I've got friends here and all that stuff and connections. But it just feels like it's time to move on and time to after um, after a few months at my uh, parents' house, just kind of plot the next move as well um, and just kind of save as much money as while while I'm down there as well. Get a nice little nest in the nest. And obviously, just spend time with family as well, which is um, which is important as well. So, which I'm looking forward to. But yeah, Nottingham. Thank you very much. I've, well, I'm not left yet, but it's my like this my well, this weekend's my last weekend really in Nottingham because I'll be moving next the next weekend, the 14th. So it's it's pretty crazy, pretty mad. Um, stayed here throughout the whole lockdown. Not that big a deal, but yeah. Look, look, well, our landlords. She has loads of tenants and stuff um, across the city, and um, loads of them left. Like me and Connor were like the only like few people who who stayed on. So yeah, we're, we're just great people. But um, no, what's but I'll, I'll go back onto that later on. Yeah, leaving Nottingham and all that stuff. Um, the memories, the memories, the moments, the, the the special times I had, I've I've had even in this place. But how's everyone? How's everyone's week going so far? The weather's holding up. Actually, it's been really nice. This is this, this turns into a fucking weather show after a few few minutes. But the weather's holding now. I'm actually going to the cricket tomorrow. Recording this on the Wednesday, Wednesday the fourth of August, and I'm going to the cricket with my dad at Trent Bridge on the fifth of August. So it's broadcast for rain. I hope it doesn't rain. Um, hopefully, don't. Hopefully, get more than a couple of hours of cricket in the morning. I want the whole day. So it's. Um, because uh, I, I forgot I was actually going until my dad messaged me I had to put the day off work so I'm actually a bit pissed off that it's going to rain because I actually was looking forward to seeing seeing a bit of cricket so hopefully you get a bit more than just a couple of hours in the morning and uh, hopefully someone's smiling at us um, uh, so we can we can have a nice day well, we'll have a nice day anyway but it'll, it'll be good but it'll just be it'll be good if the cricket can if the weather can hold out for the cricket so it's nothing better when it's a nice day 
like today is perfect. It was a perfect day for cricket today. It was absolutely gorgeous. So it would have been would have been love would have been lovely. Would have been absolutely lovely. Um, uh, watching the cricket at Trent Bridge today. So fingers crossed that we get a good one tomorrow. So yeah, looking forward to that. Not, I've not seen my dad in a long time, so that'll be nice. Just yeah, along the long lines of family. Um, but what's everyone else saying? Everyone else had a, having a good week so far. Um, we're just pretty much plodding, plodding along. Summer's still here. It feels like, because it just kind of rained the first few days of August. It's been on and off like, because we've had those, that two, about a two week period where we were fucking boiling. But apparently we're supposed to have another period of, of really hot weather in August as well. Hopefully, because August is still summer and everyone sort of gives up by August time. August time and it's everyone's a bit kind of drowned in dreary I, st- I still think though because of the euros it um uh like my bank account is still suffering i'm still uh i'm, I'm still playing catch up by myself uh after after fucking loads after literally a good month on the piss pretty much so they'll be coming back soon it'll be coming back soon don't worry don't, not that you are worried um but yeah no also other news i've, I've I had a haircut as well which um I went to my... I didn't go to this... Because uh, I didn't have a haircut for the longest time. Because I shaved my head in quarantine. Because everyone else was doing it. It was getting quite long. And then like, got it trimmed every now and again. Got it trimmed at the, the barbers I usually go to. But I didn't go to him for a while. Because he just... He became a bit... Kind of, I was like, oh, I'm going a bit off this guy. Because the stuff he was saying in the barbershop. So I was like, oh, it's a bit... Um, so I went to this woman who cuts hair on my road. And she uh, she was eight pa- eight pounds for a haircut. Needless to say, I was haunted by the price. Needless to say, she was absolutely shite. I'm I'm sorry that she's a lovely woman, she's a great gal, but just really terrible at cutting hair. Um, she was. I'm not sure if I told you this story before, but I've told other people this story. It's just really funny. She's quite a glitz and glam mummy from Nottingham, and it was around Christmas time when I went in there. I thought oh, I'll go and get a quick haircut. Um, just before Christmas, and I was going into town to do some shopping as well. So I thought, two birds, one stone, all that jazz. So I go into, I go there, I goes into there. First of all, there's like a kid getting his hair cut, and his dad's there. The kid is giving him all sorts of fucking mouth, and I'm, and the dad's just there going, oh yeah. It's like he's fucking swear. This kid is swearing. It's like must be about twelve years old. It's like if I said, if I spoke like that in public with my dad in front of another person, he'd beat the clothes off me. Like, that was apps. like, that is ap- like, I remember just thinking, like, this is f- fucking, I was, I was like, seething. I was just like, get control of your son, man. Like, not obviously, don't want to tell another man how to raise his kids, but obviously when I've got no fucking kids myself, but that was just, I was just like, fucking hell, like, this, this kid's running right, he owns you. He's like, absolutely runs you around the fucking ringer. But, um, anyway, I get in the chair and she's like, "You're out, then, Doc. How's it going?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, really good, thank you." It's obviously always nice to have a chat with her. Um, like I said, shit barber, really nice woman. So it's just nice little chat. So I had a chat with her and she's like saying, oh, "Oh, Christmas coming up. How's it going?" Obviously, we're talking about the whole quarantine thing, like as everyone did around that point in time. Um, and she's like saying, uh, "She goes, ah, oh, you going Christmas shopping tonight, darling?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Did you? You got a load to buy for?" I was like, "Oh, I've got um, I've got my mum, my dad. You know, I've got a couple of sisters as well, and like I've, I had a girlfriend at the time." And she's saying, "Um, because uh, oh, she stopped me as I said, girlfriend. She's like, right, does she, what are you gonna get your girlfriend then? Make a break? Is this this? Oh my god, she's gonna love it, is she?" And I was like, "Um, I, I I've got a pretty good idea what I'm gonna get her, all that stuff." 
because I think I'm quite good at getting gifts. Um, and she was like, I think she likes jewellery and stuff like that. And she was like, whoa, whoa, does she like... She stopped me when I, before I even said jewellery. She's like, right, does she like Pandora? I was like, uh, I don't think she likes Pandora. She likes other stuff. I didn't want to like say, oh, she's like... But she says, does she like Pandora? Because I love Pandora. And my son gets me every year. I fucking love it. Get a Pandora and she'll love you forever. <laughs> just like legit said that. I was like, hey, noted. Like, she said, but the whole, every time I hear the word Pandora, it's like, does she like Pandora? <laughs> it's like, it's like eh, I don't know. No, I don't think she would. But um, no, hope, I hope her business is thriving though, despite her lack of being able to cut hair. Um, but uh yeah story time just then but yeah my heck oh shit whack the mic then but yeah anyway went to get my hair cut from this guy and he's he's okay he's, he's all right but um he went in there and i just shaved because I, I looked at myself in the mirror on the way back from work and i was on the phone to someone and i was like oh should i get my hair cut should i not and i caught my reflection in the mirror like the window of a shop and I thought fuck me and I was like obviously it's not the first time I thought that uh my own reflection it, it certainly it certainly won't be the last so I was like oh, it's a bit too it's far too long now it's a bit too a bit too wild so I uh, went into the barbers and he was like oh my oh my friend how are you or sort of thing he's, he's and, and kind of like, and you know he's not he's not so bad you know fun, you know absence makes the heart grow fonder all that stuff so I was like yeah he's all right and then um He's like, oh, I've not seen you so long, brother. I've not seen you so long. So I sit down, have a haircut, and then he does my hair. And it's, it's done a fairly good job. It just feels weird having it short again. And uh, But the night before, I trimmed my beard up a little bit. But this is the funny thing. He, he just looked at me. He just put, he put his hand on my face. He was like, what happened here? What happened? You get, he goes, you get the garden shears out? <laughs> I was just like, I guess I'm not. Does I guess I look like shit then? Like I guess I, you. I guess you're telling me in your own polite way that I look like a twat. Um, but yeah, he did my hair. Hair, no complaints. The beard. He went to town on it. I think because he knew that I hadn't seen him in a while, and I did mention that I uh, got it cut by someone else. So mm, he probably just took his revenge out on me. So, but that was the last time I'll probably get my hair cut by that guy. And now he's a now he's now a proud father, so congrats to him. But he um he went mad on my beard. He kind of cut like because I can now lick my top lip like for the first time in ages. Because I've always, even though I did shave all my beard off in November, I just kept the mustache. It was still quite a big kind of long slug, so because it was still very hairy, so I was like not able to kind of feel my top lip almost. But it feels weird being able to. It just it looks very designer, and it's not really me. I don't really like the sort of designer beard look. It looks kind of like sprayed on, but not sprayed on, but you know what I mean? Like the sort of, you see those guys, they just, and some people do have the spray on beard because they can't grow facial hair. So they're the real mugs. But yeah, no, had my, um, shaved my face off. Um, yeah, got a haircut. Almost, yeah, it's like, um, but yeah, I just got, I looked at myself. I was like, Jesus, Jesus wept. Just sort yourself out. Just bring it together, pull it together, boom. Um, but it's weird, a good haircut, um, well, I think it's a decent haircut, it takes the years off you, it takes, um, makes me look a lot younger, which is quite nice, feels, feel a bit more sprightly, so, yeah, not that everyone, not everyone's fucking said that, I've just said that about myself, I just think, like, I look a, bit, a little bit younger, um, but I've not really seen that many people, I've been in the office a couple of days, um, this week, which was okay, um, which was good to see people, but I 
like I said, with my job, I only I joined during the middle of a lockdown, so I don't know. And there's quite a lot of people who work there, so I don't really know the people who are there other than me in my team. So still a bit awkward um, with other people. Um, but yeah, no. F- other than that, all good, mate. Not really that much going on. I've just cooked some meatballs. I'll be tucking into them a little bit later. I'm going to go for a walk in a bit. I need to sort this thing out for a festival ticket. I sold this guy. I need to change the name on there, which I think is a bit fucking weird that I have to change the name because, like, it's not like... It's not Glastonbury, mate. This is a fucking festival in the middle of a Cambridgeshire field. So, um, but, yeah, I've got to sort that out. I need to do that. I need to oh, I need to send these fucking shoes. I, I sold some shoes on Depop. I need to... Um, uh, set, I need to ship those out. Fuck, because I'll be busy all day tomorrow. Fuck. Um, anyway, other than that, all good. Pretty boring, you know. In all, in all truth, nothing. Nothing much goes on really in my life. Um, but uh, that's what. That's why you tune in. Um, yeah, but football is back. Football is coming back soon. It means fantasy football is coming back. I'm coming for. I'm looking forward to um, uh, Premier League fantasy football and NFL fantasy football as well because that fat NFL that was the first time I did the NFL one last year and that's sick that's really fun um and that's better than the Premier League one because I don't know it just feels like you can well you can acquire people you can buy players throughout the season anyway but it's like you can make trades with the people in your league and stuff if you know they'll they'll allow it and all that stuff and they do the draft you can do the draft you can do the one with the fantasy football uh, fantasy Premier League football one, but I'm, I might try that this year with the with lads. Um, see who's game for it, but because that will be fun. I've never done that format for the fantasy Premier League one. I only done it for the the NFL one, which is fun. So, and I sort of messed up my my draft last year. I picked like Lamar. I picked like a QB in the first fucking round. I, my first pick in the first round was a QB, um, which wasn't great. But uh, and I was told it wasn't that great. But yeah. Anyway, we move. Uh, we move. We move. Um, what else? Fucking. Oh yeah. I, just fucking, I was in London the weekend again. Uh, spend more time there than fucking Nottingham there now these days, which is. I say that like really bad, but I'm no really enjoy it. Good to see people. Uh, good to see my mate as well, and uh, my mate Arthur also uh, on Saturday went for went for breakfast with him, which is great to see him. Uh, speaking of fantasy football. He's already texted me. He's already my, he's already my DMs about the f- fantasy Premier League football. I know you're listening. Round two, we're going again. Um, or round three, even. We've done this before. We've done this before. We know these roads. But uh, yeah, glorious South London at the weekend again. It was gorgeous. Um, we went to Tooting Market. I think it is Tooting Market. That's a great spot for some beers, and um, just great. It's just yeah, just. I'm opening I'm opening up to London a bit more nowadays I used to just think like fuck that place I don't want to move like but I could see myself moving there um, definitely I think yeah, I probably will De- well I definitely will um, so it's just uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm warming to it a lot more um, because just, yeah like I said moving from Nottingham just feels like it's time for a change it's time for yeah just Closer to family, close to, you know, a lot of friends as well. Not that I haven't got friends here, but, like, I've got a lot more friends um, back home as well. And, yeah, it's just, yeah, just going to be good. It's going to be really good. A few things in the pipeline. Um, oh, yeah, football's coming back. Crystal Palace made another signing. Conor Gallagher, box-to-box midfielder. We're having a really good window. It's really, really exciting to see, actually, and really, really just refreshing as well after years of, like, obviously... 
Like, I'm going to say, I always sound like an ungrateful football fan because obviously, but I know I support Crystal Palace. I know the team I support. I'm not saying that, you know, we should be places we shouldn't. I'm a very kind of, I'm very level-headed when it comes to that, I, I think. Um, but like, we just playing kind of pedestrian football for the last few years, kind of getting like, you know, really fucking boring and shy football. Um, and I'm excited. And we've not, and we didn't, and we never really signed people. We never really had the sort of, and, and you can't tell us we had, we didn't have the means because we've been in the Premier League for, for, we've been in the Premier League for a long time now, like nine, ten years. So, but it's great to see that we're actually having a go. Like, this is what I've always said. Like, I'd rather us have a go, die on our sword, than see us, you know, just play it safe and, you know, just guarantee. So I'd rather have a go. I'd rather just give it, give it some. And the players we've signed, I don't know much about them. Uh, I saw uh, Joe Chim Anderson, like he's been. Like, all everyone has been saying, like all the players that we signed, like Michael Elise, going to be a good young talent. Um, uh, Mark Guay or Mark Guay, um, all like Chelsea fans I know, my, some of my Chelsea mates, the gutted they've they've gutted that they've let him go on an actual like permanent transfer. Like five year deal as well. Like Elise five year deal, Gray five year deal, Anderson five year deal as well. And we've got Conor Gallagher on a loan deal, not with an option to buy, I don't think, but he's I think because he's gonna get um he wants Premier League minutes and yeah, you can't see him get into that Premier that um Chelsea team at all. But he turned down leads for us, which is quite good, I feel, after the season they had last year. And obviously, you know, Marco Bielsa, their manager, you know, a very He's a lot, well, you know, we've got Patrick Vieira, he's a legend of the game, but he's not a kind of season manager yet. So, um, you know, players, well, and Leeds is, a, Leeds is a far bigger club than Crystal Palace. So it's just, um, it's good to see that we're, um, and apparently we're far from done. And we, oh yeah, we bought another goalkeeper after we let Wayne Hennessy go. Thank fuck. But it's um, exciting. The Premier League is just exciting anyway. I think just a lot of players... A lot of teams making like Villa, obviously um, in the spotlight for Jack Grealish. It looks like I had a, in my notes like because it's it said there was a report yesterday that he wasn't gonna. This was on Tuesday, sorry. That I'm talking about that he wasn't gonna leave for for Man City. He was gonna stay at Villa, gonna you know carry on and try and you know make it there, um, which I which I would prefer actually because I you know I, there's beauty in the struggle. I think there's I think he can be. Obviously, a cult hero, and it's just—I think that's just good for football as well in general. Obviously, as a, from an England point of view, like if he plays with, like, say, if this happens, it, and it well could happen, like Foden, Kane, and Grealish, that is just an absolute—that's fantastic. To, if they're all on the same team, uh, winning trophies and playing well together, that's only a good thing for England. So I'm all for that. But in terms of like, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Villa as well. And you know everyone loves Jack Grealish. It's just quite nice, and he's he, he's the hometown boy, isn't he? He's the captain of Aston Villa. They're a famous old club. They're one of the biggest clubs in this country. Um, like I think they're one of the original like founding members of the football league. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, but they're a famous old club. You know, very, very decorated past. Um, people say oh, what they've done recently, but yeah, I know they've been in the doldrums a little bit. They got relegated, but. And they had that for the first season back was they were they weren't that great and Jack Grealish was this sort of shining light. But last year, when they had that great transfer window, they got Martinez in, they got um, Barkley on loan. They still have a good like good core in like Watkins as well. Like Mings is a good player, Conser as well. That centre half like Matty Cash as well. Um, John McGinn, you know, really good squad, and they've added they've added to that as well. They've bolstered that squad as well. So you know Buendia, they've just got Danny Ings in today and Leon Bailey. 
So it's they're they're not they're not they're not sitting about. They obviously and they're spending money as well. So it's not what you see from. I know I don't know. Well, they're a big club. They've got they've got money to spend, haven't they? So it's 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 you know why not go for it? They're they're far away from you know breaking that top six, but they're kind of going about in the right way by you know getting these players in and if they but well, apparently it's going to be announced that Jack Grealish is. Um, uh, Going to Man City for a hundred one hundred million dollars, one hundred million pounds, which will be a British transfer record fee. So big, big money. Um, that makes fucking. Remember when Pep said in April or March, he said we cannot afford. We can the prices. We oh, we cannot afford like bullshit. Like they'll probably drop another hundred and fifty on Harry Kane, hundred and sixty on Harry Kane, which will be fucking ridiculous, like mega money, ridiculous money. Um, I'm not sure what the trans is. The transfer record still Neymar to PSG, or is it Mbappe to PSG? I know one of them was like two hundred million, wasn't it, or one hundred ninety, some something something ridiculous like that. Um, that there'll be there'll come a time when there's something is like someone will someone will buy someone for like two hundred fifty million million, like Haaland or someone. It'll be crazy, like Mbappe, Haaland, Mbappe, like it'll be, it'll be crazy. I'm trying to think of other, like that Pedri guy, probably where he's at Barcelona. So, but they might, they might have to fucking sell him because they can't. They ain't got popped and pissing at the moment. Everyone's taking, a, everyone's taking a pay cut there. Everyone's on furlough at Barca, aren't they? But um, yeah, hundred million quid, and he's turned down two hundred k a week at Villa, his hometown club. So. I hope Villa fans don't turn on him and stuff. I, f- I can see the frustration, and you'd you'd, you'd get that, but it's it's football, isn't it? It's, it's, it's how it works. There's, these one club men are a thing of the past, like the Steven Gerrards, Giggsy, Scolzi, like Gary Neville, like John Terry. They're all a thing of the past, aren't they? Tony Adams as well was one. So yeah, this unfortunately that's that's not how how it, how it is anymore. I think it's just like I said earlier, the, the beauty and the struggle. It would have been great to see um, Grealish stay at Villa and say, "Look, no, I want to, I want to make it." Because this, because everyone's going to say, "Like, oh, he's, t- he's taken the easy way out, done, he's done this, he's, he's, he's going to almost guarantee trophies." But with such a kind of young career, you've, you can't really blame them. But at the same time, like, I'd prefer, like, my own choice, I would prefer him to stay at Villa. I'd prefer like any sort of player, like, like I'd like to see Kane stay at Spurs because. Obviously, he's a Spurs boy, but I think that's a bit of a different scenario. He's been there a lot longer, and he's had a bit more. He's had more opportunities to to win to win things than he than Jack Grealish has at Villa. So, it's um yeah, thing of the past. And I, know I was speaking to Connor actually about this about because he said, oh, you can't involve Stevie G in that conversation uh, because Chelsea. Because he did he did say um he did say he wanted to leave at one point, didn't he, Steven Gerrard? But they added another zero onto his contract, and he stayed. But I think um. He is, he is in that conversation though because he, he did stay, didn't he? So he's you he can't really say anything other than that. He did stay, for, and, he, and you can argue he stayed because he won the he won the Champions League, yeah. But then after that, they had a kind of couple of years of like success. They nearly won the league. They won the FA Cup and stuff like that. But afterwards, they were like I remember for a good couple of years before Klopp, they were utter shit. They were shocking. Some of the players they had were, were really bad. I think. Like it was was it, was it Rogers before Klopp or like because they had Daglish and it didn't quite work out. Then they had Hod- my mate Roy Hodgson, didn't they? Didn't quite work out. And um, there was that sort of lull period where they just thought they were very they were just very far behind. But I suppose for um, players like Giggsy and Scolzi, it's just it's easy to um, 
stay at somewhere when you're winning the league every single year and you're winning you challenge for champions league aren't you so I think I remember Scalzi saying like when people said oh did you want to go anywhere else and he was like no why would I like we're, they're winning the league every year they're, he's a man he's a Man United boy like that's, that's the sort of perfect scenario isn't it so but on the whole like just one club players they're yeah a thing of the past sadly which is yeah, it is it is quite sad because you just sort of felt and not that he isn't Jack Grealish I don't I'll, I, obviously nobody really knows him apart from his family and stuff but uh, you see him as a very, like, obviously a proud person. He's very proud from where he's, where he's from. And he's really just kind of brought kind of Villa back to, well, he's set them up to be, you know, back where he thinks then, where they think they belong almost, like kind of challenging for European places. And they got to a cup final in their first year back in the Premier League. So that's clear progress. And I think the players they're signing and the, the money they're spending, they're going to be, they're going to be knocking at the door those top six clubs sooner rather than later. But it's still that fine line, isn't there? Because Everton have been trying to do that for years and they seem to be no closer than they were at the start of when they, you know, because they've been spending money. They've been chucking money away for years, Everton. They're, they're, they're a sort of example of how not to do it, really, because, yeah, they're a big they're a big club, a big famous club, but they sort of constantly, they're quite difficult because they're constantly living in the shadow of Liverpool and they're you know constantly reminded of that, so it's but they 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 they're so far apart though they shouldn't really be, um, and I think it's just quite obviously I'm not obviously I've not watched that much ever but you can you can see just like the business they've I saw this thing earlier they've they bought like because they bought Balassi for thirty million off Palace and they've let him go on a free like they've they seem to kind of chucked money down the drain yeah they've been unlucky with play, players like Balassi being injured and not having the game time and um, the minutes that they wanted him to, to play not didn't work out the way they wanted him to but still at the same time it's uh, they've, they've still not done great business like you look at players like Richarlison yeah he's probably come good for them because he's you know he's their sort of main man the flair player but Calvert-Lewin is their I, I'd see Cal- Calvert-Lewis Calvert-Lewin is their sort of main man but you can see Richarlison leaving um, probably if he has another good season like Moyes Keane as well, like they they bought him, they threw a lot of money at him, and he he's not really done that much. They went on loan to PSG last year. Allen seems like a really good player. Allen, big Al. Um, so see, do you think like, and they've got well, it's excited. You'd probably still be excited if you're an excited if you're an Everton fan because you feel like well, they've they've got a new stadium coming. They've still got um, a really really good manager, a really capable manager in Rafa Benitez although if I was an Evertonian I probably wouldn't be that happy but you'd have to you'd have to support in the end wouldn't you so it's a bit crazy and it's, you've got teams like Wolves as well I'll be interested to see what Wolves do this season with like Jimenez back as well he scored the other day in pre-season I know it's pre-season but probably massive for him with the, with the head injury that he had um, they've signed a few more players I know uh, the sort of Trincao on loan and a few other players I forgot and then you've got Spurs as well, who are just kind of yeah, it depends what Kane does really, isn't it? It's just it's very it's very strange. And moving on to Harry Kane as well. Like it's apparently he's come out and he's he's quarantining, which I think is bollocks. Um someone said oh, my friend my, my mate said, uh, oh he's he's on holiday, he's he's been on holiday with his family. Like they all went on holiday and they're all back in training. Like they're, they're all those England boys are back in training. So it's um 
it's a messy one because like he's he should be he should be turning up for work he should be doing it but I think because it's Daniel Levy he has to deal with this like this I think because you have to put your foot down and look at all the players who I don't think there was there was a thing of like a graphic of players who have forced to move out of Spurs I don't think players have really fought like so like Modric uh, Bale. Like it's obvious to let those guys go because you can't say, you can't say like to Luka Modric or Gareth Bale like look come on stay we're building something here at Spurs when they can go to Real Madrid and look at all the careers they've had. Um, it's obvious for that like people say like Robbie Keane like yeah like Liverpool sort of thing. It's just Spurs are a big club like I don't think Spurs are it's the sort of serial bottlers that everyone says they are. I think it's just it's yeah they have. They've not done themselves that many favors, but I think it's just mainly it's um, it's just fun to poke to poke them and poke fun at Spurs fans. So I think it's not really it's just <laughs> yeah you'd be frustrated if you're a Spurs fan. But it's just a it's a huge game of what ifs because what if like Harry Kane won the Champions League with, with Spurs? What if he you know they've been in a couple of Carling Cup finals? They've been in a couple of semi finals of the FA Cup? You know. Then then and they nearly won the league as well. So it's it's a, it's a big game of what ifs. But he, you can argue that he is not really, he can't really give much more. Harry Kane, he has done everything he possibly can. He's won several Golden Boots. He's been their complete driving force, and he's an absolute world class footballer. He's the you know he's the England captain. Um, on a on a separate note, like I I think he's a class act most of the time. But this is it's it's not really acceptable and um he should be t- you know you should just turn up for work and you know i know it's, it's, yeah but like and like i said like because of daniel levy he's probably thinking he needs to act like this but it's i can't help but wonder and a lot of palace um, fans on twitter have been saying this like you know it's i'll get up the tweet now um because i just thought this is bang on like wilfred zaha and harry kane like both spoken publicly about wanting moves both have kept their um both been kept at their clubs uh due to bids being too small or not acceptable. One of them has given 100% for years despite that, and the other has gone on strike. Guess who has an attitude problem and who is a role model? That Yeah, make no mistake. If this was Wilfred Zaha doing this, or if this was Raheem Sterling doing this, the media would be having a field day. Make no mistake. And like this person went on to... And this is this goes without saying, but you've got a lot of fucking dickheads on Twitter who will just like say like... Um, uh, and but yeah, someone said like, oh, one's world class, one's bang average. This guy said, yeah, if you if you think Zaha is bang average, you're a fucking idiot. Which is yeah, you, you are. Um, and for the, this guy, for the, for the record, as much as I dislike what Kane is doing, the aim of this tweet isn't to draw more criticism his way. It's to bring attention to the ridiculously unfair way Wilfred Zaha has been treated by the media his whole career. And I completely stand by there. Like it's it you. Any any player who if yeah like I said if I don't have to repeat it that much but like if if Raheem Sterling was doing this or if Wilfred Zaha a bit close to home was doing this then yeah it would be it would be called you know lazy it'd be called this it'd be called that and like the media would have an absolute field day make no mistake but that's obviously that's not Harry Kane's fault it's just you know it's just the way the media works in this country towards players of colour so I think. Um, yeah, just it's, it's 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 a very slippery one because I don't I can't see him unless it's unless it's resolved quickly, which you can't see it being resolved quickly because if you know people like Daniel Levy who is involved, I think um it's gonna it's gonna go on for quite it's gonna go down to the wire I'd say, and this should have been sorted I'd say because he's not wanted to, he's not wanted to come he's not wanted to come back to Spurs for a while. There's that clip of him going like what's the fucking point when he, when the full time whistle blows, so I think um. You know, I think it's just 
it makes sense for all parties. Just and, but at the same time, Daniel Levy's going to say like, "Look, this is our player. He's he's under contract. They can really go to town on this." But Man City, I'd say it's only Man City, Man United. Yeah, they can. Chelsea can, and PSG. But he's not going to go to free out those four clubs. He's not going to go to Chelsea. He's not going to go to uh, Man United. I don't think, and he's not going to go to. Maybe now Man United, but um, because they've really they, they've had another great they've had a really great transfer transfer window like getting in um, Varane for, for buying Varane for less than Ben White, and uh, finally getting in Sancho as well for less than what they than what Dortmund wanted a year ago. So and obviously Tom Heaton being between sticks, pff, say no more. I mean, um, it's going to be very interesting watching Man United as well. See how they do because obviously they've, they've got. A lot of great players as well in that team, um, and they finished the season strong. It's just like it's just the case of like if they can win a trophy, like it's just obviously it's a big game of what ifs, isn't it? So um, if you're a man, I, and I don't really care. I like I used to hate Man United loads, but I'm not really that bothered anymore um, because I, I I like a lot of their players like Maguire, like Shaw, like all the England boys in there. I don't mind like everyone like fucking slags off for Fernandez, Fernando for, for, for almost. Everyone slags off. Um, Fernandez, but I don't really. I'm not really that bothered. So, is what it is. But um, I think it's gonna. Yeah, Liverpool are gonna be interesting as well because like having Van Dyke back is gonna be almost like having a brand new signing and Gomez as well. Not to forget, they've not really made many signings, have they? I think a lot of players are going out. Like Shakiri's leaving. I think I'd love to see Shakiri at a Palace as well. That'd be that'd be a really good signing. But I think he's he's gonna go to Italy. I think he's going to Lazio. Um. Also, another like mad signing I saw. I spoke to him, this this guy at work. This might this might at work um, today about Harry Wilson, um, the Welsh uh, player who played for Liverpool. Like Fulham signed him for ten million. I thought that was an absolute steal. I know this was a couple of weeks ago, but that's an absolute steal because, like, it goes to show how much Liverpool didn't really care in the end because they just probably wanted to get rid of him. But I think that he's he's obviously going to boss it in the Championship. But a Premier League club, because he went on loan to... He was at Derby and he smashed it up under Frank Lampard and Mason Mount there. And then he went to Bournemouth that one year when they got relegated. But he was still a very, very good player. He still really... He, he played really, really well for him. So I think he can... For a Premier League club, he'd be tailor-made for a team like Palace. I think it'd be great. But Mr. Mr. Boat there, and 10 million, 10 million pounds in like... 10 million pounds like 10 years ago would have kind of raised a few eyebrows like, oh my god wow 10 million quid but now it's like peanuts isn't it compared to what you know obviously 100 million for fucking Jack Grealish obviously they're two different complete different players and you know verging um, uh, talents and stuff like obviously Grealish is a far better player so that explains the price tag but like it's crazy like 10 years ago if Jack Grealish was, was around say if this was 10 years ago and Jack Grealish was who he is now like it probably the most probably then was like 40, 50 million. And even then that was like mad. That was crazy. So um like I said, there's gonna there's gonna be there's gonna come a time when there's probably gonna be a player for a stupid, stupid amount. You don't know how much there's just like teams like PSG and Man City, they've just got a blank check, haven't they, really? They've got a bottomless pit of money which they can just, you know, get that back in minutes. Well, I don't know the fucking finances of it, but you know, I'm talking about my fucking ass. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. I just saw on Twitter as well that um, we'll go away from the football for a little bit, but just um, saw that uh, Rob Robert Webb. I'm about to say Rob Webb, like we mates. Robert Webb is uh, is going on Strictly Come Dancing. Um, Rob Webb, aka Jeremy from 
Peep Show, which is quite funny. That'd be that'd be quite funny if it was the character of Jeremy on Peep Show. That would be fucking hilarious. That'd be brilliant. Um, and that's one of those shows I need to watch more of. Actually, I've not I've not watched it in years, but I need to every time I watch it. Oh, you you always think like, fuck, why not watch this more often? Um, but um, yeah, we'll wrap this up in a bit. What else is on Twitter? What's else, what else is trending? This team over where there's Love Island. Oh yeah, Love Island's been mad. Um, I've not watched the last two nights. I didn't watch Monday and Tuesday. Um, the whole Casa morphing was fucking crazy. Like, uh, abs- I couldn't get enough of that. I thought, yeah, the boys got <laughs> like some of the boys. Like, I know it seems like on Twitter that um, loads of uh, people are kind of scared for Liam and Mill- or Millie, especially because she seems to be edging back towards like a relationship with him. But he, like, that was crazy when um, Tilly came in and sort of fessed up, didn't she, to uh, to Millie. Um, Kaz as well to me seems quite desperate um, just kind of getting with I've seen a kind of sneak peek look and that guy Matt the Irish guy seems he had to kind of walk away because he's getting a bit pissed off I think because like Tyler because her and Tyler were together for like four days yeah Tyler did you know, sing her a bit of you know sing her a bit of bullshit and stuff but like he was with that Clarissa or Clarice for four days as well so he's with her for the exact same time um Kaz is just, uh, it, it just seemed quite desperate when she went straight towards that guy, Matt, and she was kind of saying, and I'd be, if I was that guy, Matt, I'd be very kind of, I'd question it a little bit as well. And apparently they've, her and Tyler have been talking about, talking a lot in the villa also. So mainly by the looks of things, just having fucking arguments. But um, Toby as well is fucking box office. He is the winner of Love Island for me. He's fucking sick. He's just so... Yeah, he's 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 fantastic. He's just so funny. Um, it's it's literally it's yeah Toby's villa. It's Toby's world. We're all living in it. So it's just um absolutely. Yeah, he's like when he said like, the other day like because that Abby girl bless her as well. Like I feel bad for her, but also she should have really known because he's <laughs> he did this to Chloe and he did this to Kaz. So he's 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 the fucking shagger. And that was it Mary, the girl he's with. I think the girl he's with, but now he likes Chloe again. So that's it's all all circle, all kind of going around in circles, crazy. I'm so fucking glad that Hugo's not getting that much airtime because he is a fucking melt. He's oh my god, like who knows if that girl's sort of intentions are true with him? I think it's Amy. Um, but she's recoupled. She's I know she's recoupled with him, but um, he I've seen as well that thing that people. Said that it took him. It took him ten takes to do the job. Ah, job done thing. Like I can't. What that? Because now they've said that it did look a bit obvious. You know when he kind of went in for the kiss. It, was like, it didn't really seem natural. He looked like oh yeah, let's get in. It's like almost headbutting her. But um, yeah, Hugo's a fucking like he's so irritating. My friend Steve tweeted out the other day like whatever whatever Hugo te- whatever advice Hugo gives you do the opposite like that guy knows nothing like not that I know anything but like honestly he's not like yeah and you remember when you remember when he said he got with two, 10 girls in one night bullshit fucking bullshit um he's chatting out his ass also Faye and Teddy that was a heartbreaking scene when they're recoupling like Faye I got really pissed off with Faye like she's just so fucking annoying sometimes and it was just like for fuck's sake mate like get a grip like yeah that postcard just didn't like obviously mate they could have put a hell of a lot worse on that postcard and um teddy was yeah it was loyal 
even when he got with that girl, he he felt instant regret. He and he was saying to the boys, he was like, "Oh my god, I feel really bad." Like he was the only loyal fucking one there. Like Jake, the biggest snake in the world. I used to like Jake. Jake's a bit of a snake meat. He was he was literally just like the he was the orchestrator. He was saying to he was like, "Mate, you just got to be you. You got you got to do what you got to do." He's not friend island, is it? It's not friend island. And then he's like coming back, and Libby, Libby's like, "Oh my god!" And like, if she only fucking knew. Like he was like, and I saw loads of girls tweet on like when it was like the uh, the Casa Amor days. Like they would say, "Oh my god, I'm so glad!" Like or not actually, I'm fucking butchering this. I've been talking for too, I've been talking for too long. She, they were saying, um, like Jake is the boy that you don't want your boyfriend to go on a lads holiday with. Like he's just he, he is that guy. Everybody knows that guy as well. If you're a guy, you know that person. So I think he's uh, is yeah is my opinion of him has gone down um, big time. So I like Libby as well. Libby's cool. I've always said like if you're a girl, you'd love. It seems like you would love to have her as your friend. She just looks like a great friend. Like she's really like fairly loyal. Her and Kaz have a great, a great relationship and all that stuff. So it's um, she just looks like she would have. She would like go to bat with you and that like, she would have your corner. So and she's just nice. She's just a nice girl. She's just a nice girl. So um, but Jake, he's a bit of a sneak after that. I'm gonna tell you. He's got. I'll tell you that for free. You quote me on that. Um. But yes, we will conclude this week's episode on that bombshell. Um, I've got some catching up to do with the old Love Island. I've got to eat dinner as well, and I've got to have a glass of water because my voice is getting a bit croaked. Um, and also, I'm back on Twitter on my phone. I had Twitter on my laptop as a kind of just way of checking football news every now and again. But because I thought, you know what, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna have it back on my phone. The reason why I had it off my phone is because I was. I remember seeing this girl once. And she would look at my... You know when you can see stuff that people have liked on Twitter? And some of it's quite funny. Some of it's quite questionable. And like you can actually go on someone's likes as well. So you can see what they've liked. Liked? And she was like... Um, uh, she would say, oh my, I would like something quite controversial. Quite like someone taking the piss out of something quite controversial. Never anything bad, might I add. Never anything bad. And she would like... Um, oh my God, I can't believe you like that. And I was like, What? It's like, I just saw, I'd looked for your likes and you like a load of stuff that I really disagree with. I was like, I had to kind of explain myself. I was like, fuck's sake. Just, I, if you look at my likes on Twitter, like all they are is just like hockey, barstool stuff, palace, Olympics, some love island. There's nothing like iced coffee. There's nothing offensive on there whatsoever. Um, like David Brent stuff. So I, I was a bitch and I fucking just deleted Twitter. I got Twitter off my phone, um, which kind of did me a favour in many regards because it's a bit of a cesspit. But um, I'm back on it on my phone. It's not really that um, big a news, but oh well. Um, so it was just like, yeah, it was just a bit of a ball like tab at that time because it was just like, fuck's sake. Um, so I got rid of it then. But anyway, I'm back now um, and I'll probably fall out of it again sooner rather than later as you do with these things. Because um, I, did, I did have... I didn't have Facebook on my thing for a while, on my um, thingamajiggy, my phone. But then I got back, got that back as well. Didn't have Snapchat for a bit, but I got that as well. So I don't really use Snapchat, so only for photo editing. Um, that's the last thing people use Snapchat for. It's <laughs> like photo editing. Um, anyway, I'll shut the fuck up now. Um, but I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, uh, stay safe out there. Um, have a great weekend and enjoy the rest of your week first. I hope you get to the weekend. Have a great weekend. And uh, keep smiling, guys. See you next week.